Good morning, it's April 18th. This is To My Liberal Friends. If I were to ask you what the main issue that identifies the Republican Party, what would be your response? For me, I would say it's taxes in the economy. And that's the question the Republicans need to be asking themselves because they're circling the drain without any real central issue driving their policies. The Republican Party has been hijacked by the far right who focus on social issues that cater to the zealots that push them. We have a party that has abandoned its roots, and in some cases, the script has been flipped. If we were to go back a few decades, most would view the Republicans as the party of the business community, of the better educated population, and those living on the farms and the suburbs. Republicans were the country club set. They were for civil rights and freedom. Democrats, on the other hand, were the party of the working man, the blue-collar voter that was entrenched in the unions. They were the party that resisted integration and denounced anyone that say it would happen. But today, the average working man, the blue-collar worker, those, particularly those outside the union, has become more conservative and has trended toward voting for Republicans. Those living in rural areas have remained true to the Republican base, and this formed an uneasy alliance with those that work in manufacturing and the building trades. Democrats have become a party that has made up minorities in urban areas and wealthy, well-educated white people. They have encroached on the suburban voter by focusing on issues that are emotional to women. I'm talking about abortion, and they're expanding their party. I said last week that the Republican Party has to find a middle ground on this issue. Red states have to stop passing some of the most restrictive laws in the country. Florida just passed a law that outlawed, abo outlawed abortion after six weeks. There are a lot of women that don't even know they're pregnant at six weeks. Now, I thought Senator Lindsey Graham had a reasonable idea when he proposed a federal law that would allow abortion up to 22 weeks and prohibit it after that. I could go even as far as 24 weeks. But the Democrats have seized on this issue and made abortion on demand their battle cry. And I see protesters demanding that Roe v. Wade be returned as a law of the land. And I ask myself if any of them have ever read the decision. To be clear, Roe allowed abortion without regulation in the first trimester, which is 12 weeks. In the second trimester, states could pass regulations concerning abortion. And in the third trimester, states were, were permitted to ban abortions. Of course, there were always exceptions for the health of the mother. But if you listen to Democrats and the activists, you would think that Roe allowed abortions on demand right up to the birth of the child. And that simply was not the case. But Republicans reacted badly, in my opinion, in the aftermath of the Dobbs decision. Legal experts have long said that Roe was so badly worded it would eventually be overturned. What Dobbs did was basically return the power of such decisions to the states. And this is where states like Florida, Indiana, and some others reacted poorly and caved to the far right. Polling shows that they had just adopted a basic form that was laid out in Roe, they would have taken the high ground on the issue. Why the Republicans need to resolve this issue is very important. They are losing elections at the local level, level where they have no input on the issue because of this issue. If they can just get their party together and solve the abortion issue, they can get back to the issues that are winners for them. This week, Kevin McCarthy went to Wall Street and pitched his version of the budget as a counter to the Biden budget. Mr. McCarthy laid out House Republicans' demands for agreeing to a debt limit increase. They want Congress to place the limits on federal spending, claw back COVID-19 aid, and require Americans to work to receive federal benefits. In that proposal, he called for an increase in the debt limit for one year, pushing the crisis out to May 2024, and hopefully negotiate some kind of spending cuts. Well, Democrats immediately said this was a non-starter for them, but it could be a winner for the voters. They're the ultimate arbiter. 
And with abortion behind them, the Democrats would have to start defending their massive spending programs and the debt they're piling up. Joe Biden continues to say, and he's backed by Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, that he will not increase, or he won't, I'm sorry, he won't negotiate on the debt limit increase. This is quite the reversal for Biden, since as a U.S. Senator, he repeatedly voted for spending reforms in order to increase the debt limit. In fact, some might have even called him a budget hawk, as in 2006, he called out spending by saying, quote, Congress allows a tsunami of debt nearing $9 trillion, end quote. Is he not concerned about that number being over $31 trillion? Well, this week we're being told that gasoline prices are once again creeping upward. And with the summer driving season staring us in the face, the odds are they're going to continue to rise. And that means inflation will either level off or more than likely tick upward again. And that would be a disaster for Joe Biden and his fellow Democrats. It would be the opening the Republicans need to hammer home strong points on the economy and spending. And maybe Joe Biden will break free from the shackles his progressive staff put on him and sit down and work out an agreement. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening.